back to Gab with Gwen podcast. This is your girl Gwen and we will be reviewing and talking about our new favorite show on HBO, I May Destroy You, episode 8. And I have my home girls, Miss Trinity, and we have Slim in the building too. What's up? Hey y'all. <laughs> hey everybody. So, so Slim is joining the the party. I know. Y'all know Slim doesn't have a TV because I live under a bridge in Queens. <laughs> Stop it. Stop but Gwen it. said, get under that, get from out from under that tarp and watch that show. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, she's coming to the party. I know. And this is an interesting episode. Episode eight is called, was it Spectrum? The Spectrum? Is that what yeah. it's called? Yeah, yeah. Woo. So, yeah. So... Ooh. <laughs> Trinity, you want to kick it off? Where, where do we start here? We start in the support group, right? Yes, we are back at another uh, session of Theo's support group. And um, we start with one of the women. Uh, we don't know who she is, but she's discussing an incident with a gentleman where it seems whatever was happening, she asked him to stop whatever like behavior or action he was doing. And he, for whatever reason, got offended by her reaction. And, you know, just essentially gaslighting her, like most mm-hmm. abusers end up doing to their um, to their victims. And as she's talking, Bella ends up interjecting and she gives like a really amazing speech. I couldn't catch it word for word, but it was really amazing about kind of why he feels justified in yeah. her shock. And, you know, she says that. Um, Bob, quote unquote, which is what they call all of the men in their support group when they're giving their stories, must have found like this line on the boundary where he can tiptoe in a very gray area where there's really no accountability and where nothing is clear so he can get away with whatever he wants and no one should be offended by his actions. And so she basically ends up saying that, you know, women need to now see that detail. Women need to need to now tiptoe on that same line behind men like this so that way they can call them out on their bullshit and expose their violations yeah i thought I it was, was beautiful was powerful yeah thing. yeah it was just about how do you articulate what the boundaries are because we never articulate what our boundaries are and everybody's boundary is different so you can't right. assume that what one person allows another you know woman or another partner will yeah but men try to be tricky okay, okay. because you're tiptoeing on the boundary intentionally to keep it gray so that people can't call you on it. And you made a point, Trinity, in the episode with Zane with the stealthing, that when they first went to the bedroom, he asked permission to kiss her, mm-hmm. right? But then he asked permission to take off the condom. <laughs> exactly. So dudes also play games here. They know yeah. there are boundaries and they don't want to adhere to the boundaries. So they do a little ballerina tip you know point dance on the damn line to be able to avoid accountability and avoid being called out and then then they clutch their pearls like oh, i'm offended how could you <laughs> you know guys are full of shit but isn't that part of the game like, yes. isn't that part of the thrill is seeing how far you can push the boundaries mm-hmm. oh That's man a- Listen. Oh, men. Okay. All right. All right. We see you. We need to now stand up. Yeah. And do that. Call yeah. Out on their shit. Okay. Well, let's move on because there's more to this episode than that. Yeah. 
Oh, yes. So now we dip off and we are at the park. And Bella, Kwame, and Trifling Ass Terry are together. <laughs> well, that's her new nickname, Trifling Terry. I... Trifling Terry, I like yes. it. Yeah, Trifling Terry. They're eating some crisps. Um, yes, okay. having some crisps, having some drinks. And Kwame is out there talking about how sexuality is on a spectrum. And he states that uh, sex with men is not safe for him right now after having been assaulted so we can assume that he finally came out and told bella what happened to him with uh horny man 808 and he all of a sudden now wants to try to have sex with a woman oh lord i think kwame (laughs) needs to sit his ass down (laughs) wait he's doing the most (laughs) let's continue with the storyline Oh, Lord. All right. So after he says that, <laughs> um, Bella ends up teasing him and she starts, you know, talking to him. She's like, yeah, my brother's dick, my brother's dick. And then she says, boobs in a vag. And she kind of sees how his nose flares out. When he hears about the <laughs> and he's disgusted. he's disgusted. He's <laughs> disgusted. He ain't trying to have it. But he's, you know, trying to psych himself out like, oh, I can do it because sexuality Ugh. is, you know, on the spectrum. So I can do whatever I want. Um, so Terry starts teasing him and tells him that he probably needs to leave the females alone. And this is when he ends up getting a FaceTime from some young lady that we've never seen before. And he opens up the call stating that he was just thinking about her. So it's like, okay, who is this person? So they start flirting, whatever. And she catches on to the fact that he might be around other people. So she's like, whatever, I'm at work. Let me, you know, leave you be. And he stops her before she can hang up and asks her if she wants to go out on a date. So while this is happening, Terry and Bella are laughing their asses off. Well, no, 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 no. They're not laughing. They're looking at him shook. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They're shook and bewildered. Like, is this what, what, what's, what's going on? Is this really happening? It was like an alien sighting. This is <laughs> what in the hell is going on? Is the our friend Kwame really doing this right now? They were sh- shocked and appalled. Okay. The king yeah. of Grinder is now the king of Tinder. Yeah. But why didn't they try to get to s- him to stop? Why should they? No, no, why no, no, no. Why should they? Because they know Kwame's not down with that. No, 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 no. I, let's continue. I don't, I have no problem. Let him continue on his day. He's experimenting. He wanted to go. And, I mean, this is my issue. Y- you're not working through the trauma with men. So you think the solution is to sleep with women? I'm like, I don't think this is how it he works. Still needs to right. sleep with somebody. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm okay. like, bro, okay. like you need to realize that maybe your problem is that you feel like you need to sleep with somebody. Or right? maybe he's a sex addict. So that's what my sister had said when I, I think I made that comment in the yeah. episode before that she felt like he was just because of how mm-hmm. much he was on Grinder, how frequently yeah. he was. So yeah. to me, like, we're not getting to the issue. I'm like, okay, you know, you feel like it's not safe to have sex with men, which totally makes sense. But instead of kind mm-hmm. of working through that for you to get to a place where you're feeling better, you think, okay, well, look, my dick needs to still be attended to. So let me jump into this badge. Like that yeah. doesn't make any sense. That no. logic is bizarre, yeah. but I wouldn't stop him. Like, okay, sure. If you think you can do this, yeah, sure. Because sure. I know people are like the spectrum, the spectrum, but I'm pretty sure Kwame is on um, the far side of the spectrum. Uh, there's, I don't see the bisexuality there. But he's not bi. He's not bi. He's gay. So why is he even fooling around? Because he wants to have sex. 
Well, it's called masturbation. I don't see what I mean. Come he on, wants now, sex Kwame. with a person. He wants okay. sex with another person. <laughs> okay. So. Okay, Kwame. Okay. All right. So next scene, Bella gets a call. Yeah, so after yeah. he hangs up, yeah, Bella gets her call, and you can see like her face turns instantly serious, and we're like, all right, what's happening now? So we cut to Bella and Terry at the police station. Mm-hmm. I was quite confused by this revelation, but in walks both Officer, well, Officer Beth is already sitting at the table with them. She's pregnant, but in walks Officer Funi, the black officer, and she's also pregnant. So what's happening here? Were we supposed to, are they in a relationship? Like, I was trying to figure out, oh. because I really couldn't figure it. I really couldn't, it was seemed subtle. But why but... would you assume that they're in a relationship because they're both pregnant at the same time? <laughs> I mean, I've seen two lesbian women try to get pregnant and they both try and thinking that only one of them is going to take and then they both end up taking. So you think they're partners? Well, more than partners in crime. You think they're life partners? I'm not going to jump to that conclusion. I'm not saying it's right or it's not. Uh, No, because it's not. No, it's not. Because she said something about like, hey, are you guys going to watch each other give birth? And like, no. And... They're like, oh, yeah, we're trashy like that. We would. And then they start talking about, you know, being oh, on social true. media. So they're not partners. They're not, I, you know, okay. life partners. They just, I mean, I've worked with people who a bunch of people were pregnant at the same time. I think it happens. That's true. Yeah. The hormones are real in the office okay. place. Yeah. Or I guess a fertility. Yeah. But I, I thought it was interesting that it was like a nine-month time jump. Yes. Me, me That's too. what I'm mm-hmm. like, whoa, what happened between that? What happened Zane. between now and then? Okay. Yeah. Well, oh, we saw Zane. when when we first met Zane, I believe it was like eight weeks later. Yeah. And then we don't really have a sense of the time. It, no. And then Kwame, he was like 30 days later after his incident. Right. So, OK, that so his, his incident is 30 days after hers, eight weeks. All right. So then that took us from what two months three months in so this is basically six months later okay i just did the math here so it's basically six months later yeah because the he got he and bella got violated on the same day right because he called her when she was walking back and she had Mm -hmm. gone to the therapist that morning oh okay and the therapist had said it was about seven or eight weeks later right and then in the episode where kwame the next episode where he goes to the police station he says the assault was about 30 days before so or three weeks before so at that point like when kwame goes to the police we're about three months in so at this point in this episode eight you know even though it's nine months it's six months after kwame reported uh his incident Look, Wemby doing that sometimes. No, no. I still don't know why Kwame didn't go to those officers when he got after he got assaulted and went to report the assault. That's what Trinity said. Yeah. yeah. It might be the location thing. There could be different things. It could be, you know, you went to the local local place. Who knows, right? Um, who knows? But well, he just mustered up the courage and was just like, I'm gonna just do it regardless and it didn't work out, but Yeah. Know, you live and you learn. Yeah. So yeah, so Fumi says that she needs to read Bella something. It's been nine months since the initial report. They initially tried to identify where the crime took place and they traced Bella on CCTV. They had a possible suspect who had like a similar, I think, criminal background is like the for this crime. Mm-hmm. And they interviewed him and they took his DNA 
And they said they also got the sample from her consensual partner, which was Biagio. And Biagio's DNA did not match, and neither did the suspect. So it's no longer an active investigation. Mm-hmm. And so, like, her face cracks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're like, we have your belongings from forensics. And you can see she's beside herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's gutted, for sure. Yeah. Which is very sad. And, you know, and unfortunately, I had a feeling it wasn't going to be whoever they thought. Because when they said that they had someone with a criminal background, when she got drugs, and remember, Alyssa got drugged too. The side piece got drugged too. Yeah. The guy who gave them drinks seemed to be friends with Simon and whoever else. It's very confusing to me. So I'm like, whoever they saw on the CCTV, they probably saw like a low, like a scumbag or something. This looked like a Mm -hmm. white collar type dude or something. He probably doesn't have a record to be in your system. So I thought it was a little bit suspect. I was like, no, if it was a guy who gave the drinks, I don't know. I just, my gut feeling is that it's somebody who knows somebody else. Like, I don't know if it was a random person. No, it's somebody in Simon's happy hour group. Yeah. Because why is Simon, like, uh, why wouldn't Simon be like, oh, you went off with uh, such and such from work? Well, I said that too. He wasn't forthcoming. Yeah. To the cops. Yeah, that's true. But then Simon saying that he was on class A drugs and tequila. I'm not saying he was drugged. I don't know what I don't know what to think. We just don't have it's so many holes in the story. I still think Simon is hiding something, which I said from the beginning. Yeah. I feel like even mm-hmm. though we have found out that Terry is the one who made him lie because she's a fucking bitch, but. <laughs> And I hate Terry with my passion, okay? And I couldn't stand her from the beginning. So listen, y'all need to listen to Gwen because I be knowing, okay? And I said she was terrible from the beginning and it's proven that she is. But I'm going to take that aside. But it still seems like it was his circle, right? Because she didn't know anyone except for him. So, mm -hmm. but that whoever drugged him drugged his girl too. Right. But he's in the clique. My thing is like, why aren't you letting... Why are you not forthcoming about who's in the clique? Yeah, yeah. Who was that? The old friends and the yeah. new friends? Who was that, right? Because right. it wasn't a bartender. It didn't look like it was a bartender giving them drinks. It looked like it was like a friend. No, it was definitely a white collar, white collar crime right there. Yeah. Absolutely. So I wasn't surprised because I was like, no, you're telling CCTV you picked up a random dude. That wasn't it. This is like a white collar, regular banker type person, Wall Street yeah. type person. And they don't have a record. So anyway, moving on. So the next scene, you want to go Trinity, like where it happens next? Um, yeah. So now they seem to be sitting in the lobby of the police station, mm-hmm. and they've been there for about an hour, according according to Trifle and Terry. And <laughs> she's basically like trying to get some sort of reaction out of Bella. She's like, "Do you want to talk about it? Do you want to cry? Because just sitting there is really not healthy." So, you know, let's get you out of here. Let's get into a different type of environment, get you some joy, do some self-care. And, you know, she hears new environment and Bella kind of perks up. And she's like, yeah, she definitely wants to leave. But where she wants to go, Terry probably does not want to hear any of it. So Terry's like, no, 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 just tell me. And so Bella then whispers to her and tells her that she wants to go to Italy. And Terry's like, nope, this is not going to happen. She's like, stop being obsessed with Biagio. Yes, his dick game may have been super strong and you fell for him and you were hooked, but you need to let him go. And I unfortunately agree with Terry on this one because Biagio is not good for Bella's mental state at this point. I think we've, you know, come from Well, we'll, we'll wait till we get, we'll wait till well, we get. Wait, I want to know why you don't think Biagio is good for her mental state because he said because you need he's... to be careful. Yeah, he's victim shaming her. 
And he's putting the blame on her like, oh, you need to watch your drink. She was drugged. You can't blame her for getting raped. Like, that's not how that works. So I don't think that she should be going to see him, but she has her mind set on it. And she ends up now manipulating Terry into paying for her. Well, listen, because I don't like Terry, I'm glad she got some money from her. That's not Wait. Okay. Wait, I didn't see the transcend. I didn't see the transaction of money from Terry to... We don't see it, but we assume it because... She asked her for money. She asked her for money. Yeah. She's like, can you get me the ticket? The plane ticket? Yeah. Because I thought when she was digging through her coats at home, that's where she collected enough money for a plane ticket. Oh, no. I thought she was just packing, although she didn't take a bag, so... I don't really know what she was doing at home. Um, I think she was scrounging around for some extra cash. Okay. Because just the plane ticket is not, you know, it. You got to have more money than that if you're trying to go to another country. Yeah. And you can't buy a plane ticket cash. I don't think anymore. I don't think you can buy a plane ticket cash. I do it all the time with my drug money. (laughs) (laughs) What are you guys talking about? So, no. So, she asked. It was a table turn. Because she asked Terry for money. So I said, yeah, make her give you some money, that trifling ass heifer. So I I was like, okay, you know. But my question was, Mm -mm. Terry has bombed all her interviews or skipped them because of her stage fright. (laughs) So how does she have any money to do anything? Well, it's... I don't think this money, it was like I maxed out my credit cards. And then Terry said, oh, I haven't maxed out mine yet. Okay, true. Yeah, so they're probably not dealing in British pounds here. Okay, they're fair. rolling in credit. Fair, Jesus. fair, 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 fair. That's true. Okay. But um, I did also catch on Terry talking about how Viaggio is controlling and he's a hypocrite. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, pot, mm. you because <laughs> you're doing the same shit to this girl. Mm, mm. But Bella called her out on that though. Yeah. She did. <laughs> She used this, I need to be around affirming people. So if you aren't affirming me, then I should probably stay away from you too. And this is how she guilted her into getting that plane ticket. But is that ironic? Because in the last episode with Simon, that was his conversation with Terry. He's like, so if she needs to be around affirming people for self-care, should she be protecting herself from you? Mm -hmm. Okay, look. Mm -hmm. Look, the theme keeps coming back. That Bella should be protecting herself from Terry. And so it's unfortunate she hasn't realized that yet. But yes. And then uh, the pink wig is back. Oh, yes. She didn't take any clean panties, but she took the clean, the wig. Is it clean? (laughs) (sighs) But you didn't pack no panties. You didn't pack no panties. I mean, look. um, I would have picked, look, a backpack, some clean pair of drawers, a bra. Why is she because she wasn't going to be wearing no draws? She was just going to be, you know, mm, jumping in the shower right. and jumping on that dick. She wasn't going to be doing anything else. So, you know, because she looked like she was packing, but you're right. She probably was just scrounging for money in the pockets. And she digs out the bad pink wig. But no draws. But no draws. No draws. And, no draws. Yep. Yeah. And then next thing we see, Kwame is on a date. Oh, gosh. Yeah, his little white thing. We don't know what this girl's name is. At least I don't. Yeah, I, I couldn't catch um... it. I just I know think, she think she, she didn't like her hair. She didn't like her uh. hair. So she, she has this trick when she pulls out a hat, when a guy is looking at her hair, and she puts it on to distract them from her bad hair. 
And I was like, you've seen all the bad hair on this season, and now you worried about <laughs> your hair? <laughs> I was like, girl, this is a weird conversation, but okay. I guess you thought it was cute, you know? I just, I just go to the bathroom, and I put on a hat, and, I, and then they don't look at my hair. I was like, are we really doing this, Kwame? Really, I Kwame? Yep. That's who he chooses. I was like, this would not be a good date, but sure, sir. <laughs> Sure. Uh-huh. He's and he doesn't have girl games, so it's like who else was he gonna get? You know, that's true. Whew. I was just mm 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 mm. So then they leave and they're walking, right. right? Back to her, back to her flat. I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she asked him, "Are you into white girls? Are you into <laughs> black girls? Are you into Greek girls? Yeah. Do you have a, do you have an interest in Greek girls?" But he he said something interesting. He what did he say? He said like he's into everything, girl. Everything, everything. 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 Mm-hmm. So Kwame That's dropped exactly a little clue. What he said he said that a horny man eight oh eight too. <laughs> he sure did. Like, Ooh, I'm cute. <laughs> uh huh. It's like, well, you're not gonna like this, but mm. you know. And then he says, well, what's your type? And she's like, oh, I like guys with edge. Black guys. I yeah. really like black guys. I, like, oh my god. Here we go with this well, bullshit. Well, she got a no. box of chocolate. She got a box of chocolate and she didn't know what she bit into. That's all I gotta say. Mm, mm, mm. All mm, right. Mm. So we, we switch scenes. We're back in Italy. Yeah, so we right. end up doing that a lot for this sequence. Yeah. Like Bella, Kwame, Bella, Kwame. Mm-hmm. But we are back in Italy. Bella has gotten her ass into a cab. She's going somewhere. We can only assume she's going to go hunt down her Biagio. So she's looking at the meter and it is yeah. climbing high and she keeps trying to end the cab ride and get out. But the driver's not having it or her Italian just isn't up to par. So she can't communicate. <laughs> just let me out here. I can walk. Mm-hmm. So she gets there. She begrudgingly pays him. She hops out and she's like ringing on the gate at the entrance for the apartment trying to get in. No one's answering. So she ends up seeing some little old lady walking her dog and she kind of creeps in behind her to get into the gate and then get into the apartment um, building itself. She gets to Biagio's apartment, knocking on the door. Nobody's answering. So this is what I have a problem with. She finds the hidden key Mm -hmm. and decides to just let herself in. And it's like, you know, Bella, you can't do this. This is now a violation of this man's face. You don't like being violated. Nobody likes being violated. You can't just walk into somebody's apartment who didn't invite you there. He's been ignoring you for months now, not talking to you. And now you're going to let yourself into his space. So, I mean, it is Bella. Did he ignore her this whole time? Or did they just stop talking? He hasn't been returning her texts or calls. Okay, I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah, like he's totally but, like radio silence to her, which is what was Terry's point. Like he's ignoring you, let him go. But I think normal people wouldn't break into his apartment, even though she had the key. But Bella, I mean, we're talking about Bella here. This is the yeah, same woman who jumped up with the t-shirt on and went out in public <laughs> with no pants and no shoes. Come on. So I feel Bella. Bella doesn't need I much. Was, I was just like, why is a drug lord living the spare key by the door like that? Come Thank on, you. man. Thank you. That's what I was thinking, honestly. I was less about her. <laughs> I was like, well, listen, if you're stupid enough to leave the key out, well, anybody could really come in, couldn't they? So, I But a really drug care. lord? A drug lord? 
I know. That's my whole point. I was like, look, if he's stupid enough to leave the key out, well, then look, somebody going to come in your apartment. Yeah. Yeah. You, you ain't a good drug but is lord. Is this his only apartment? Like, maybe this is just like one of them. So he leaves that key. He's not a drug lord, number out. one. I mean, I don't okay. Know. He's a petty little drug peddler. Okay. Let's be real. <laughs> he's not a drug lord. Okay, yes. But this is Terry described him as a drug lord. Did she not? Yeah. And Terry's a Terry fucking idiot. Trifling. So it doesn't matter. He's a little petty peddler of drugs on a basketball court he's not you know a, a kingpin here this is definitely okay. his only apartment and again because he's not that much of a drug peddler and he's not really down he has his little key out like he's from three's company like some 70s show you know <laughs> like silly so whatever i just know if i did deal drugs i would have my key in a better place well number one i don't deal drugs at all and i would never have my key out under my mat or something so silly that everybody knows so a potted plant. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a dead Fool. one. Foolishness. But, you know, we're gonna see how this shit goes. But then, boom, we're back to Kwame. Um, he's now sitting on Homegirl's bed. She's kissing up on him. She's he looks so awkward. Him. Oh my god. So uncomfortable. Yes. And it's yes. like you know, why does she realize that he's not into this? I know, she doesn't pick up. Right but she, yeah. she likes black guys. She likes a box oh. of chocolate. She She's about to take a bite. So she lays on the bed. She drives him down with her. And it looks like it's all systems go. And then yeah. boom. Back in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> back and forth. And now, good old drug lord Biagio is <laughs> in the apartment. He sees Bella sitting at, I guess it's supposed to be his kitchen table. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. Bella, what the fuck? And then she jumps up and she's like, oh, here I am. Right. And, and she puts on the like, Daft Punk song. Wait, hold on. <laughs> then it flashes back to Kwame. Yep. Flashes right back to Kwame, who's now having sex with the young lady. He's hitting it from the back. Mm-hmm. And, and she says, go harder. Harder. He's, go he's harder. now only man 808 in this scenario. <laughs> Holding her down, restraining her as he's going. Well, no, no, I hold on, but hold on. You're making it sound like he's just doing no, it. That's not happening. You, you know what's funny? No, well, not funny, that. but but she grabs his booty. She That's grabs what it was. His booty. Yes. <laughs> when she that. goes, go harder, harder, yes. harder, and she grabs his booty. Yes. Yes. So it's that's what triggers it. He It wasn't that. It's when she kept saying go harder and then she grabbed his butt. That's when he started flashing back. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, you know, he keeps flashing back and forth between that incident, mm-hmm. between the assault and her, where, you know, he's holding, her he starts holding her and... down. Right, Like right. Courtney Man 808 right. was holding him down. Mm-hmm. But I had some thoughts here, though. Okay. Okay. I said, huh. So, number one, I know in terms of sexuality, like, if something feels good, your dick will get hard or your vagina right. will get more. Like, that's that's a yeah. non-starter. Like, people, you, you can get aroused mm-hmm. regardless, right? So that I know that's mm-hmm. not a starter. What was interesting to me, though, is that from what we saw with Horny Man 808, it looked like Kwame's a bottom. So Absolutely. I was like, huh, well, now we top oh. well, well, now we top him with the girl because you don't got a choice, baby. Um, well, I guess you do, actually. She could peck you. But, you, you know, <laughs> I'm like, okay, you were topping. I was like, how do we feel about that? Or is Kwame verse? I just thought he it was interesting. Be. You know, is Kwame verse? I don't know. He could be. Um, but I just thought, like, that transition must be tricky if someone is a bottom to start with a girl 
and have to top, you know, because it's kind of being like. Mm. But if you're, but are if you're like, let's say you're a gay male couple, are you always defined as the bottom and top, or do those roles reverse? You can be verse. They're... Some people are okay, verse. Okay, so he maybe but he's everyone is versatile. That's why I said he could be verse. I don't know. Yeah. Um. He he just happened to be a bottom in the scene we saw. Some people it is top bottom strict. Some people are verse. Mm-hmm. It depends. Well, if he was going to end up hooking up with Damon, who was fresh, he probably would have had to have been the top. Why? Maybe? To show him, like, why? Ropes? I mean, I don't know. He, why would he have to do that? I'm asking, I don't know. He knows how to, he can, <laughs> topping is, listen, it's all about the power bottom. There's nothing, topping is not mm, a big deal. Bottom. Okay? There's nothing, <laughs> topping is not a big deal. Any idiot can top. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm disparaging tops. But let's be real. Like, anyone... You, you know, you get on, the, you know, the ride and you just do what you got to do. Got but, you know, it. listen, there's something to being a power bottom. There is something to that. Yeah. So, yeah, he wouldn't have to do it. The guy could easily be a top. But anyway, I digress. I digress. I thought Kwame looked shocked after the deed was done. He looked frightened as hell. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, did that I just he happen? didn't think he was going to finish. It probably was also scary, though, that he is flashing back in an almost an aroused manner to the incident to the assault right because he's obviously erect having sex with this woman which is an odd situation for him but he's flashing back and then able to come about flashing back thinking of it Mm. right so i think that's scary i think that's That's a lot you know that's that's also scary yeah but i've i've heard like a lot of people who are abused to make themselves finally come they go back to, to that moment. It's a mind fuck. I mean, yeah. what do you want to do? Yeah. It's a mind yeah. fuck, right? No, I, no, okay, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to make a parallel. But I know people who've had some assaults and like say it, it becomes weird because it's associated with something that's pleasurable, right? So it, it just it's just a mind fuck. That's all. Yeah. It's yeah. Just a mind fuck, yeah. Okay. So we switch back to Italy. Yes. Oh, yes. And this yeah. is and where Biagio yells at her. In. Yeah, this what are you doing in. here? <laughs> <laughs> and she's standing there like a deer in headlights. It's like, yeah. girl, did you not expect this? I'm confused. How, how would you? I mean, I like Bella, but then I'm like, how would I react if somebody from, what, eight months ago just reappeared in my apartment? In my apartment. I would freak out. Yeah. You're in my space. I would hate wrong? it because I've had guys pop up at the door. And I'm like, mm, they're not going to come in. <laughs> I don't like it. I can tell a story. At one point, I lived in Florida when I was dating this Puerto Rican guy. Well, and... that explains it. No, 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 no. We were dating. He and I were dating. And thankfully, he was in the shower. And the yeah. door, someone knocks. And it's oh. this other guy who's to date. And I was like, holy shit. And thank God the other dude was in the shower. So he's like, and it was months after. Like, you know, maybe it was yeah. like... um. It was like seven months after we dated or something like that. And he's like, oh, hey, I was in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. blah, 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 a Haitian dude. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, okay, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, well, uh, I'm going to be moving soon. And we probably <laughs> talked for like uh, 10 minutes. And thankfully, the dude was in the shower a long time. And then this guy, I got this guy to leave. So, yeah, another guy was in the shower. I've, I've had a oh. couple of problems. Ooh, that. That could have been ugly. 
Yeah, yeah. That that one just came to mind. But when I thought about pop-ups, pop-ups are the worst, and that's why I don't do them. You Well, there's just no need for it now. Like, we have phones. We have... Well, no, people do it, especially if you're ignoring it. I mean, I had a phone then, too. The It's just people do it because they want attention, and they want to be able to see you, and they feel like the phone, you know, it's not always best in the phone. They want to do it in person. They want to do a gesture. Oh, well, you know what, Gwen, you know what our problem is? See, we would never do that. So we don't understand it. I'm not into it. But listen, I had someone, <laughs> I had someone try to convince me to do a pop-up. Actually, I talk, let's talk the favorite Trump supporter I talk about on this. Actually, you've met her. Uh, you've yes, met her. yes. You've met her. You know the guy she wanted to pop-up on. The uh, white dude I dated for a while when. Oh, yes. Okay, you know who yes, I'm talking about. Okay. Yes, and yes. So she, he and I were supposed to like do something and then he was like being weird and she's like, well, we should have popped up and driven to Jersey. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> and she was like, let's go. I was like, so we can get arrested? I was like, my black ass is getting arrested and you're going to be fine. So no, like they're going to arrest my black ass outside this white man's house and your white ass get to go back home to your family and I'm going to be in jail. So no, I'm not going to. She was really serious. She's like, well, if the sister, someone tells you something and you know, the phone, well, you need to go in person and talk. I was like, you are wilding. No. Um, no. We no, don't no. do that. No. We don't do that. And I've actually, oh, okay, this is a weird story, but they might listen, but they'll have to, you know, listen. This, to me, I consider Uh-oh. this a little bit of a pop-up. I may have facilitated a pop-up, although I was against it. So my, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. Oh, no, you got to share now. Say. I want to. Someone I know. I'm going to say who these people are. Someone I know. Use Bob and Barbara. Boyfriend. Like <laughs> <laughs> Barbara's no, boyfriend. Barbara's okay. boyfriend had gone to a party and didn't text her or call her or anything after mm-hmm. the next day. So I said, well, when Bob is good and ready, he'll, he'll show up. That's what I feel. Mm-hmm. So just leave it. Like, there's nothing to do. No, it's not like that, blah, blah, blah. This point, this person... We go with, like, no, it's my mom. And my mom tells my mom, my mom's like, go, go find him. I'm like, what? No. I'm like, what? I was like, I'm against all of this. Like, no. And so, I'm like, I don't agree with this. And lo and behold, me, my mom, oh, and this person go to Y'all where this party, up? this house, roll up to oh, where the house God. party was. And this person goes and knocks on the door and the boyfriend wasn't there and brings the boyfriend out. And they go, I was like, oh, he fell asleep or he smoked weed or some shit. And I was like, I don't believe in any pop-ups. Like, listen, when you're ready, you'll find me. Yeah. yeah. My mother said, yes, go find him. I was like, what? Unreal. I was like, let's do this shit. I shouldn't be surprised. So that's the only time I was involved. But I was like, I, why? I don't believe in this and an i don't unwill- unwilling participant yeah i'm like, like what, what good this. do you expect to come out of it like my why? mom's like well I... something could be wrong with him and my mom is a person who's paranoid like that she always thinks that someone's knocked <laughs> over the head in the street right so she's like oh something someone could have knocked him over in his head get me in the hospital i'm like mm, mm. yeah the odds of that yeah, and then I was like, look, I don't know if somebody will come back. Look, he could be another girl. I don't know what it is. No, he wouldn't be another girl. Well, look, when he's ready, he going to come up. Like, what do you want? That's me. I have a hands-off approach. My mother's up. But listen, these people are married and my black ass ain't. So maybe I'm wrong. That's true. That's true. Maybe see, that's see, so. maybe that's why me and Gwen are in the same spot. But 
You're not going to see me popping up at anybody's place. I'm not a pop-up person. No. And, nope. Mm. I got nope. too much pride for that mess. Same. I don't like when people do it to me. And it's been done to me. I'm like, I'm I'm not it. That's not it. Don't pop up. And I'm not popping up. Yeah. Don't come hunting me down. Yeah. So anyway, sorry. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just felt the need to... Uh, I was like... Mm. And then imagine it's more than a pop-up. They're not outside your home. They're inside. Yeah. Well, she's sitting there at the table... Yeah, drafting the next great British novel. <laughs> Jeez. Like she made herself at home. It'd be one thing if she was like sitting out on the stoop. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just sit on the steps. Yeah. And wait. Yeah. Yeah. To go inside is a violation. Right. Right. Well, you, oh, it's funny because that ties back to like boundaries that you said yeah. earlier. Mm-hmm. So Miss Arabella, you, you didn't listen to your monologue. Yeah, we talking about towing the line. She went over the line. Coming is one thing, like to be there, which I don't agree, but fine. But, you know, if you sat outside the building or sat on the steps, whatever, yeah. But, like, don't don't let yourself into his place. Yeah. mm -mm. Yeah. Mm -mm. So, you know, she's like, well, I didn't break in. I remember where you put the key. He did call her over for a hug, though, which I was like, you just yelled at her, but now you're like, come hug me. Well, he didn't say, he didn't call her. He didn't call her. She went he over did. He said, come here. He said, come. He did? Come here. Yes, he okay. did. And I was like, boy, she's too unstable for this. What are you doing? But you I, know what? She got, I think he got a little shaken when, um. Well, hold on. Let's get there. Let's wait. Okay. Get okay. There. Let's get there. Okay. So she, so she's trying to say stuff that she remembers. Like she's saying like his favorite things. And he's like, Oh, that's crazy. You remember all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, you're crazy. And she's like, well, I'm crazy. That's why you like me, but you probably hate me now. And he says he could never hate her. And then I really listened to it the second time I watched it because, you know, cause I knew what happened the first time I was like, let mm-hmm. me really see how the dialogue went and what transpired. I just really wanted to look at it from their interaction to see like what the hell really went down. Right. So mm-hmm. he's, he's kind of, even though he's shocked, obviously mad cause it's a natural reaction. He still is kind of like pleasant with her, you know, right. Initially like, here. And this then there's is a, Bella. Yeah. There's a paper on the table. He asked her what it is. She's like, no, it's nothing. He's like, can you read it to me? She's like, no, I haven't read it to myself. And then she sits on the bed and she tells him to come over. You know, and he right. smiles. He smiles at her, um, and then she nestles her head on his shoulder. Yeah. But at this point, I looked at his face, and he didn't look happy. And she's she, getting too comfy. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't even know what to think. And then she tells him she stopped smoking, and he smiles. And you know, well, she she, gives, she stopped partying and drinking and yeah. smoking. And we yeah. know that's all a lie because you were just doing that at Terry's party. Well, she's, she, I mean, she stopped smoking and Terry has said she had stopped smoking. She told, remember, Terry told Simon that she stopped stopped. <laughs> well, it's, she, no, she technically stopped smoking and smoking. No, and, but Simon yeah. had a good point that the vaping is actually just better for, for the people around her, not for right. Bella, because it's worse for her health. Right, right, right. right. But listen, if, if she wants to, listen, give her her little props. If she feels she stopped smoking <laughs> cigarettes. Then that's her own accomplishment. And, you know, he gives her a hi-fi. And then the doorbell rings. Why does the doorbell yeah. ring? Because uh, the pizza is here. Pizza, pizza. But I, I think we... Uh, maybe I don't... Maybe I'm getting out of sync. But I find it when... when she bought, Diageo asked her how long she's staying. This, that he asked her right now. The, the okay. First, 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the pizza's here. She's like, all right, I'm going to go grab it. Um, he hands her some more cash and he's like, um, how long are you staying for? And she like, mm, okay. smiles at him and she's like, I'm going to stay for as long as you want me to. And I was <laughs> like, motherfucker, no, don't say that. <laughs> don't. I think that's when Bayad, he got in panic mode right there. Yep, right there. So she runs out, she grabs the pizza, she comes back, the door is locked. And she's like, are you okay? Are you okay? I think you, you know, she's like, wait, I think you locked it on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, what did I do? The yeah. saw. Um, okay, maybe I'm thinking back, and maybe I came across intense when I told you I was staying. <laughs> however long. Yes. Long yeah, that cracked me up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't. I, I leave tomorrow. I'm going to London tomorrow. She's like, "Here's the bullshit ticket that I have, but I really don't." And then she's like, "Oh, I need my passport." She's like, "I can't leave without my passport, so you have to open the door and let me in." And he's like, "Nah," he just slides it under the door. Yeah. The shade. The shade. <laughs> That was pretty smooth, though. It was. Because he's like, bitch, you are not getting back up in here. <laughs> and that pisses her off, though. Because yeah. now she feels disrespected. And now she's calling him every name in the book. He's a prick. He's a fucking bitch. She curses at him in Italian, and I couldn't catch it all. Yeah, she's banging um, on the door. She's quite violent, banging on that door. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's the about to take it off here. the frame. Yeah. I I was wondering, where are the neighbors? Okay. They, I can well, hear them, like, like some in the of, background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, um, I that, just like, is it smart for a black woman to be behaving like that in Italy? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> but, you know, she's unhinged. She was going all, yeah, unhinged like that door was about to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. And she and calls him a son of a bitch said, and then he opens the door. Is that what she said in, in Italian? I think she said it in English. English, too, English. Yeah. She said it in Italian and English. She said it in both. She said okay. it, yeah, yeah. But he had something very interesting when he opened the door, though. I didn't notice that the first time, by the way. So, again, I need to watch it the second time because my sister's like, I was like, what? He had what? I didn't see that. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I saw that. When I saw Oh, I saw it. Yeah. I I was like, there's my drug lord. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see it. Um, Whip that gun around. I didn't We're see it. About a gun. <laughs> you keep alluding to it. We haven't even said what it was. Yes, yes, true. We didn't say it. He, yeah, he opens the door and had a gun. But it was like held down. He wasn't pointing yeah. it to her. So it was, I guess it was in the right. corner of the screen. I was looking at his face. I didn't see it at all. My sister told me, she, can you believe he had a gun? I said, he had a what? What did he have that? <laughs> so now this time when I watch it the second time, I'm like, oh. Well, look, look if he's got Molly, Coke, crack, marijuana, Acid. He's got to have a gun. Of course. But then his key is in the potted plant outside the door. <laughs> I know. I this mean, is there's, nothing, there's nothing in that apartment other than his bed and that little table. Yeah, Biagio's so apartment. Come steal from you. Yeah, that's true. He 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 didn't he what he didn't look like he was living the life of a drug lord, but he. Okay, he he's a not a drug lord. Cause he's a drug <laughs> peddler. He's just a peddler. Okay, peddler on the roof. He ain't got nothing. <laughs> I mean, that bed looked a little shabby. I was like, ooh. But I mean, like, do you think it was warranted for him to open up the door in that regard? Like, saying, like, you know what? I've had enough. You need to get the fuck out of here. You know what? I think... say all of that by holding this gun in my hand. I think we're really invested in Bella. But if somebody was banging on my door like that, I'd be like, okay, you about to get pistol whipped. Mm. 
I think, honestly, is when she started talking about his mother. Even though son of a bitch and all that stuff is just a typical thing, you know he's sensitive to oh, his mother yeah. dying, oh, the mother yes. dying of drugs. Good point, yeah. And so I think that was it. So let's talk about, though, so why do we think it flipped, right? Because he he was pleasant to her like of course he was initially shocked Mm -hmm. but then he like hugs her they're sharing little memories he gives her the money for the pizza so what flips to him now not letting her in and putting the passport under the door i think because she didn't have a return date the return date freaked him out or lack thereof exactly that ambiguity he was like nah i'm not with this you're not so he would have been cool if she was like i'm going back tomorrow yeah but because she said and some pizza and then she's gone again well but but you know what let's say when you're with somebody who's acting unhinged you can't you can't attack them like you have to you have to like very what is it called um diffuse the situation but when when was she being unhinged though when was she wasn't unhinged until she locked her out Right. But I think when, when he came in, he saw this woman in his apartment. So it'd be like, oh, you know, just ranting and raving. It's like, let me defuse this situation and try to get this person. But he did yell out. at her in the beginning. He, he did. did yell at her. He did. But then he was like, okay, let's tone it down. Very calm, very sweet. And then when he got her out of there, he locked her out. <laughs> I think you're giving him too much credit for strategy. I, Look, I, I like me some Biagio. Okay? I love Biagio. I mean, I mean, okay, I like Biagio, but he's been problematic, and so I'll acknowledge she has problems, and isn't good for her. And my sister, hold on, I took some notes for my sister because since I didn't know the gun was there, she she said that Biagio is opportunistic. He, hmm. she was. He's like, look, she was high and sick. He tried to have period sex with her. She said it's a very one sided relationship. So she wasn't surprised because, you know, Biagio has not been a good guy the whole time. So she doesn't like him. And I understand that, too. And to Terry's point, he tells you not to do drugs, but he's selling you drugs. Right. So Mm -hmm. Biagio is definitely not without fault. And when she even before she told him he needed to give the DNA sample, when she told him that she was drugged, he started yelling at her when she was outside the summit. So he really has been a jerk, honestly, most of the time. I just thought this was interesting of like, okay, if you're mad when she came in, then keep that same energy and tell her to leave as soon as she came in. Like, why would you kind of cozy up to her, give her money for pizza and then lock her out? Like, that's super disrespectful. I think he has always had that tug of war with her, though. Like, he likes her, but there are many things that he does not like about her. So he allows her into his being, into his space for like little snippets of time, but he doesn't want too much of her because yeah. it's too reminiscent of people he's lost, that he loved and blah, blah, blah. Right. So he's yeah. damaged. Yes. And he's flawed. But everybody in this wild story is. So. I mean, know, everyone in this world is. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's like, how invested do you want to get in Bella? <sighs> I mean, he did do the DNA sample. He didn't have to do that. He didn't. He didn't. So he cares, but he cares to a point. And, yeah. And that, and that messed his, him up, too, because now his DNA is in the database and he's a criminal. So, you know, she messed up his bag, too. Like, he has yeah. to he has to operate flawlessly now because the minute anything happens, you know, they have his DNA in the system. 
I don't know. It, I just thought it was, I said, you. it was conflicting, right? So I guess it could be the, she didn't have a return ticket, what he thought he wouldn't be able to kick her out, you know, if, yeah. Yeah. if she stayed. She's I, I always had like a, a due date to leave. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when she was coming to write, it's like, okay, you're writing for the specific time and then you're gone. So just go. Right. I mean, honestly, when she came in, I was thinking when she was splitting around, I was like, yo, he could have a girl, yo. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, he could have come in there with a yeah. girl and this could have turned left. So and I He could have been in bed with another woman. Yeah, he could have been in bed or he could have come home with the girl because, yeah. you know, you haven't been seeing him. I'm sure he's moved on. So part of me also is wondering, well, maybe just turn left like that because, like, okay, she could have spent the night. But more than that, she couldn't do because, you know, his girl would come by or something and he couldn't deal with it. So, she, well, she listen, she saw the gun and she ran out. You know, she, she ran downstairs. She should have took the pizza with her, but, yeah. Well, if she didn't pack panties, I doubt she's going to take the pizza. <laughs> you can always wash your panties in the sink and dry them so you can always hand wash them um so anyway she's washing that wig she's not washing her <laughs> true 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 so we cut back to Kwame and old girl and she's smoking mm-hmm. in the bed mm-hmm. um they're having their little pillow talk session What's yeah mention about is it a tattoo that he sees he sees a tattoo but then they, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead, but then they start talking about what you call a cigarette. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Not okay, yet. okay. Okay. So she starts like um, singing along. Well, not singing along, but rapping along to the yes. song that's playing. Yeah. Um, and he joins in. And so she substitutes the N word for the word ninja. Oh, yes. And so that's how it starts. So he starts cracking up. And he's like, why? Why would you substitute it like that? And she's like, you know, I would never say the word. I have black friends, after all. So, like, I'm not going to say that word. And I found it weird that he didn't think it was a big deal if she were to say it. And the fact that he found Ninja to be weird, but he doesn't find her, a white woman, saying the N-word, rapping along to a song weird. So did I. I was yeah, like, me I, too. I know a lot of white people sense. who say ninja, white kids, you know, they say ninja because they don't want to yeah. say the word. I mean, um, I say ninja. Yeah, I don't know why Kwame got hung up on it. Yeah, you guys don't say the N-word. I freely say the N-word, which is, you know, everyone has their own choices. I could go into, I could do an episode about that, actually. <laughs> um, I can actually do an episode about that. And I have very specific reasons why I do say it. <laughs> and a funny story. But anyway, so she said she would never say it. and But then she starts going into like, you know, well, every day, everyone, nowadays, everyone's afraid to speak. Mm-hmm. And... She mm-hmm. can't ask for a cigarette, but she doesn't say the word cigarette. So I think she we need to do, uh, I think we need to do a British vernacular definition moment right now mm. for our American listeners who might not be familiar. I'm not going to say the word because I don't say that word, but you can. I don't say it either, actually. Well, y'all ain't going to put this on me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So we're all, yeah, I, was like, I was like, oh, I don't say that word. Well, like, it's, it, it begins with an F and it rhymes with hag. There you go. Yes, right. There you go. And so that is that has been for years a popular. That's ha, that's like a nickname for a cigarette in the UK. And I remember as a little kid hearing it, I was like, "Wait, what are you asking for?" Right. And so can I bum a you know f word? Right. Blah blah blah. And she's now referencing that she says that she can't ask for a f word in public without being afraid of a gay guy being mad. Mm-hmm. Fucking gay guy having a seizure. Oh, okay. Damn. 
damn, I didn't yeah. I was like, girl, are you fucking crazy? But she said some other stuff too, like how how gay men appropriate the female, uh, identity. female identity. Yeah, yeah. Which so I that, thought was interesting. Yeah. So then Kwame's right. like, "Well, you so you feel like you can say the f word, but you can't say the n word." And she's like, "Well, it's complicated, you know. But how much sympathy can she have for major appropriators of the female identity?" Right. So he laughed when he said F word. She's like, why would you substitute the F word for the full word? And she says the full word. Yeah. Not even the cigarette slang. Yeah. So that was an interesting dynamic. I want to kind of pause it. I thought that was interesting mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. first of all, this is not vocabulary we use here, right? Right. 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 Unless you're a bigot for the F word. Well, I mean, for, 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 the, for the cigarette, right? For the we don't slang, use it yeah. for a cigarette. And so... For people who are accustomed to saying it, and I guess the cultural moment where I mean, I didn't even I mean, I don't even know what's going on in Britain. Like, have people said to stop saying it? I mean, I can imagine they should, but I didn't. You know, I don't know what's going on over there. So I imagine people are saying it's wrong to say. You shouldn't say it. Mm-hmm. And also, I happen to know the etymology of that word, and it's actually very awful. Mm. And so I remember learning this, and actually, I think I'm pretty sure I learned this in like high school, which is interesting. The during when you think of like witch trials like the salem witch trials etc yeah uh a lot of times you know obviously it was women who they thought were witches they would burn at the stake but they would off they would also often burn gay men and so oh. when you think about like the the sticks the wood and everything that they would use to light the fire it you know that's where the nickname of calling it a cigarette is that it derives from that really yeah, I remember that. Now, listen, y'all can tell me it's different, but I re- vividly remember that from high school being like, holy shit, like, this is so fucked up. So it's a word I've never used. I wonder if that's why they sometimes call gay men flamers. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Probably. Maybe, Flame, yeah. yeah. Probably. Maybe. Shit. Yeah, it was a fucked up. I remember that learning about that in um, high school. And it was actually something I le- legit learned in high school. And I was like, wow, that is crazy. And then for people to start saying that is weird now i know some of y'all how come you say the f word granted not the n word i told y'all have an episode on that okay and i'm black let's recall that but i will <laughs> have an episode on that but i was like damn that's fucked up now so i'm imagining there's obviously backlash in the uk for that nickname or whatever you want to call it that colloquial way of calling a cigarette mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she's pushing back with yeah she just came out left with that i was like wow like i guess yeah it's it's homophobia i mean i don't i don't know it was it was like a weird she's not saying she hates gay people she's but she's saying that they're appropriating the female identity right 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 agree with that I don't but, even but, say but, she's but probably homophobic and transphobic if she's saying some shit like that. But didn't Wendy Williams kind of, a couple of months ago, Wendy Williams said something similar to that. She did. You're right. She did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I think a lot of people feel that way. Actually, no, I think you're right. She did say about yeah, gay men. I think cause she, right. Yeah, because, you know, you see, who's that um, Broadway actor, that black guy, Billy Porter? Like, he's always yeah. in heels. Like, there's one guy from... Uh, queer eye for the guy like always in heels and and that's when she said like wearing heels and dresses is not going to make you a woman she Mm. did say that you're right yeah yeah so i think i think maybe a lot of people do hold this belief so yeah no she is homophobic no she is because she she said she can't have sympathy for appropriate this i've never heard this okay yes wendy would give an example but i this woman saying she hasn't had she doesn't have sympathy it was it was it was just i just never heard this before yeah I was like, you know, for appropriators of female identity. 
I was like, huh. But I mean, some when you say like a lot of people maybe argued that when um what was it, Bruce Jenner transitioned to? But it's okay, but she okay, but he's trans and she's, she's talking trans, about yeah. gay, right? So so okay, I've heard this in reference to trans women. Right. Right? Like there you're right. Yeah, you're I've right. heard Rowling this in this getting her ass chewed out for Yeah, JK Rowling like right now. Yeah. Right, right, right. So I've heard this for a trans woman. And I know there's a term called TERF that they use for for cisgender straight women who are basically, I don't remember what TERF stands for, T-E-R-F, but basically you're trying to hold your TERF as like owners of womanhood, basically. I'll have to, I'll Google what it is. I haven't heard it for gay men. Yeah. So that's why I was like, I paused when I listened to this and you know, mm-hmm. and they talk really fast on the show and I talk fast. So I can't say anything, Yeah. but you know, I was like, Oh, I've, I've never heard this and I've never heard anyone try to justify homophobia based on appropriation of female identity. I get that. That's it. I've never heard that. Mm-hmm. So. I've heard it before um, in reference to the mannerisms and the slang terms that, mostly white gay men use and how they're kind of like stealing it from black women. I've heard that. Mm. I've heard that. Right, 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 right. So I think this is kind of just like a, you know, an offshoot of that and just on a bigger scale, right? Got it. Yeah, so I've heard that of white uh, gay male uh, appropriating black women. I've heard that. Right. Okay, so TERF, T-E-R-F, is an acronym for Trans Exclusionary Radical Feminist. Yes. Okay. What okay. does that mean? Trans exclusionary uh, radical feminist? Yes. So the term was originally, I'm just wikiing it right now. It was originally applied to a minority of feminists espousing sentiments that other feminists consider to be transphobic, such as the rejection of the assertion that trans women are women and the exclusion of trans women from women's spaces and the opposition of transgender rights legislation. So it's where they felt like, man, this is a whole rabbit hole. I can, yeah. there's, there's a whole <laughs> rabbit hole. I don't, I don't know there, if you want to go down that hole. No, girl. And, and there could be yeah, an even <laughs> episode on that, especially when it comes to turf. I think that's like a whole conversation, which is different than gay, right? So she is saying mm-hmm. she feels that gay men are appropriate as a female identity, which is, I've, I've never even heard that. I was like, oh, I, so I was like, what? Uh, so it is homophobic. Yeah, she is definitely homophobic. And, you know. But it's, so is Wendy Williams homophobic? If that's what she believes. Yeah. She, because it was transphobic. Putting on a dress. No, because she was talking oh, about. Oh, no, you're right. She was talking about yeah. trans. Yes. Wearing dresses and heels, you know, trying to, to be a woman. Like, that's not going to make you a woman. They're not trying to be women. They're being gay men. And clothing does not denote gender or your womanhood. So women can wear pants and suits and still be women. Gay men can wear dresses and heels and still just be men who are gay. Period. So if you believe that, then yeah, you're homophobic. And that's her whole audience. Like, not her whole audience. That's a huge portion. They made a chunk of, of it. Yeah, 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 gay yeah, men. yeah. So it's like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, you're right. She wasn't saying, I kept thinking she's being transphobic. No, she's right. She was being homophobic. I think people are grappling or trying to learn now she obviously wasn't in that moment it's bizarre because of her audience because of even norman who's always on the show like one of her, oh yeah you know he's mm-hmm. a openly gay man who she's very close to so ah uh, you know i think education is important you know and conversation to help people understand is important 
And yes, you can read and all those things, but I still think Wendy's kind of older, right? She's in her 50s. Right, right, right. I, you know, I'm not making excuses. I'm not, I'm not making excuses. (laughs) I'm just saying that people don't know what to say and things, you know, and I think a lot of things have changed quickly. Even Okay, you can say over the time, it's not, you can say, no, it's not, because obviously gay people have been impressed for since, you know, forever. So that's true. But I think in terms of societal acceptance and really the momentum of the LGBT community has really significantly increased, I would say, over the last like uh, 15, 20 years, which seems like it's a short period of time, but it's, it seems like a long period of time, but it's short in terms of just history. So especially someone who's older and they grow up on this stuff, it's they're learning and having to sift through it. Now, Wendy should know because I think she has exposure to a lot of gay people, so it's kind of weird. But this girl, being young, yeah, she is being homophobic, which is interesting, right? The dichotomy of the N-word versus the Mm F-word. And, you know, I was... both of them, right? For Kwame, too, because Kwame doesn't come out of that conversation, well, that exchange unscathed, because it's like, why would you allow this white woman to say the the full-on N-word? Mm, that's true. Why do you think that's, that that's okay? That is not okay, Kwame. That's true. That's true. So Kwame, yeah, he's basically encouraging her to say the N word. <laughs> it's crazy. Ah! Well, <laughs> Kwame doesn't have like good sense. That power. <laughs> Kwame doesn't have good sense. We can see that. So, so uh, yeah. So anyway, at this point, he tells her he's gay. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. really? He's like, okay, bitch, I'm gay. Uh, he didn't say bitch. I'm saying that. Um, he says he's gay. And then he, but but then he tries to explain the whole spectrum thing, and I'm like, oh god. Well, no, no. Gay. She's like, no. She's like, well, are you joking? And he's like, he's not. And she's like, well, why would you be on a dating app if you're gay? And then he starts going into you know, sexuality is a spectrum, mm. which it is. Mm. It actually is a spectrum. It's true. It is. Um, and he wanted to explore it. So it's well within his rights, right? But here we go, right? This is another violation. So both Bella and Kwame are out right. violating people that they shouldn't. Right. Because my like he can go, wow, you want to explore and experiment? Go for it. Be honest with who you're sleeping with. Because be open, yeah. Right to know right. what his sexual identity was and she should have been able to choose whether or not she wants to sleep with him. My sister agrees with you both and I disagree. Ooh. Okay, Gwen, what's up? <laughs> Gwen disagrees with this. <laughs> For me, I said, hold up. This is, sim- this is similar to, actually, I didn't put it in the notes because my sister and I had the big debate about this. Okay. I said, and, and again, it's my lesbian sister who I'm talking to the show about. You know, And I, I don't call her my, just so you guys know, because I have two sisters, so you know who I'm talking about. She, okay, I don't call her my lesbian sister, obviously. I have, she has a name. But here, just so you know who I'm talking about in the context of her identity and what we're talking about. So I said, well, to me, this is similar to Terry and the two Italian men. Mm. When you go for a hookup, you had one date and now you took the man home to sleep with him. You don't know him like that. Have y'all had time? For, yeah, you had a little dinner, but you were talking about your hair and your hat. Okay. Did you have deep conversations to get to know the person and do this? Now she's putting the onus. He should have told her. No, no, you know, 
I, I feel for me and my dating experience, I've asked every single man, have you slept with men? Have you given experimented? Men? Yeah. Have you done this? Have you swung? I ask all of these questions. Now they can lie, right? But I put it out there so it's clear. So it's no room for, oh, well, you didn't ask me as a lie of omission. So you, you're going to have to outright lie to Gwen because I'm mm-hmm. outright asking you. And so to me, when you have the situation where it's not like, you're building towards a relationship and it's just very quickly you're sleeping with someone, then you need to understand that you're operating where you don't have all the information. And so that is the risk you take when you sleep with someone who's basically a stranger. But let's, let's rewind. Couldn't he have brought that up when she asked what kind of guys are, I mean, I'm sorry, what kind of girls you like? He, he said everything. He did. He, he could have, but she asked me if I like Dick. Hmm. So my sister said, well, that's not fair. It's a lie of omission. I said, yes, it is, but that's what men do. And she's like, oh, well, your standards of men are so low. I said, yes, <laughs> of course, because I've lived. And yes, Mike, because I know I'm talking from experience what I'm telling you guys. I'm not just jaded. Well, she said I'm jaded. And yeah, I might be. But I'm also telling you what's up. So women, going back to the beginning of Arabella's speech of mm-hmm. men walking the gray line and towing the line mm-hmm. and women need to observe. Well, Gwen been observing. Okay, and so what I'm telling you is that if you leave any room for it being open and you don't ask directly to the, they're not going to tell you, especially when you don't have okay. a lot of time, you don't know them. So you of leave course. yourself open to that. That's what of it course. is. It's, it's not like he's bisexual where he sleeps with both men and women. He is gay. Yeah. Like, Sir, what what difference does it make here? What are you what doing here? What difference does it make? What difference does it make? What are you doing make? here? Why are you sleeping with me? Like, what I, is the situation? I, yeah. like, is this a farce? Like, why are you wasting my time? She's telling him that she really likes him. He says, I really like you to her on the phone. How can you really like me if I am not a man and you are a gay man? You are sitting here. You're lying to me blatantly. That's rude and it's a violation. Didn't we talk Period. about the teenage boy texting with the girl, it, it with, with Theo, I like you, blah, 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 and then he treated her like shit the minute he had sex with her? But, you know, I think the problem is we all like Kwame. We saw Kwame being victimized, mm-hmm. so I think we expected a little bit more from Kwame. I think that's, like, Kwame let us down. He didn't let me down because I know men are trash, so that's that. Well, I, 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 I wanted a little <laughs> bit more out of Kwame. I'm with you, Slim. See? Cause, yeah. No, listen. I listen. You my sister up on you guys. I don't do that. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> you want to know why though? Because he was. So, he's he's Bella. He's the best person in Bella's life. So we we. Do Bella is a terrible a judge of character. Absolutely. So, <laughs> so that's the best she's yeah. got, and he's still out here scheming on people right, for no reason. Right. Right. I like. It's cool. You want to experiment, but find people that know what they're getting into. Because he there could are probably find women that would be down for it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. and I agree that's the ideal situation, and ideally that's what it would be. But like he what... found the most, like what the wettest piece of white bread he could find. Worried about her hair in that hat? Come on, Kwame. <laughs> Listen, y- y'all don't have to believe me. I'm just saying, men lie. They do lies of omission. This is what they're trained to do. We have seen it from the incident with Theo and the boy and from their very young doing like fuck boys in training since childhood. Okay. That is the standard. That is the standard. Men are not held accountable. They try to manipulate that. That's, that is how it is. Yes, there are exceptions, right? So if you're a man, you listen to this and you feel like you're different, you're probably not, but sure. I'll give it to you. That's you different. Sure. Okay, fine. But you're a fucking exception. 
All right. But generally, there's a, a there is a trend to want to manipulate to get their own way because you're entitled. And that's just the approach, this conquering mentality people want that they want to get what they want to get by any means necessary. And they're not going to fucking tell you. And that's how they are. So I make it a point, especially if I want to know and I, you know, if I'm legit interested in someone than to ask certain questions. And, and sometimes it takes a little bit of time. And so that's hard for you to have a date and then sleep with somebody because you're really going to be sleeping with somebody and you don't know. You just don't know. Yeah. That you just don't know. And so because you haven't had enough time or opportunity to talk through certain things for you to do it. You know, some of them can blatantly lie, but you sometimes you have to ask very direct questions to get very direct answers. Otherwise it will be omitted. And that is the reality of dating, period. And hookup culture. Yeah, and hookup. Like, yeah. that's the reality. So, sure, listen, I'm sure most women have slept with a guy who has dabbled with other men. But if you don't ask, you're not going to know. And he might lie, but you're not going to know. So, you Mom's know, you... Blind. And so you need to really be aware that you, a lot of times you're going into these situations and you're not going to know and all the and so buyer beware that's what comes with the territory that's what comes with this territory Kwame to be that guy though. yeah I think that we all we thought I thought Kwame was the exception because he was so sweet to Arabella Kwame has been fucking every dude in a, in a damn supermarket and, and he's he was talking about it Right? He's not like, you know, scheming about it. He's being open about it. He's an openly out gay man. So if you're an openly out gay man, be that way. And if you want to have sex with a woman, be like, yo, I'm gay, but I like you and I want to do this. Let's what let's flip let's flip it. No, let's flip it. Let's flip it because I'm gonna make my point here. So say it was he was a straight man and mm-hmm. she was a lesbian, but mm-hmm. for some reason she found herself wanting to fuck this dude. Mm-hmm. Would that situation go down like that? Would he? Mm. Would the man be upset about it? Yeah, no, and go off. No, not. why no. not? Why? Because men fetishize lesbians. Yeah, yep. But just because they do that doesn't mean that she shouldn't be forthcoming with the information. If somebody wants to know something about you, and is there something as big as your sexual identity? You should probably tell them beforehand. You should, but that's not how it works in real life. Y'all watching Disney movies. I I, I (laughs) get that's not how it works, Gwen. But in this circumstance that we're talking about for this scene, her anger towards him is justified. That's what we're saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, listen, tricks are for kids. That's how I feel. (laughs) So, uh, and and, and I'm probably Jade. I'm like, yeah, dude's lie, yo. Every time you sleep with a dude, something comes up for real like and you've been talking shit always comes up it's never like the dudes always have there is always some shit it's not that but it's always some shit i can tell mm-hmm. you stories i was like young young girl dated a guy he was like oh you know i was with my ex for a long time we broke up blah 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 he showed there was like went to his apartment he showed me a picture it was like three people so it was him a black girl and a white girl so I thought it was the white girl was the ex. I'm like, okay, blah, blah, blah. Next time I go over there, uh, the black girl comes in, she's his roommate. I'm like, okay, no big deal. She huffing and puffing. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? He's like, oh, that's my ex. I said, wait, wait, what? The roommate's the ex? I said, no, 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 I'm done. Oh, mm-hmm. I should have mentioned. I was not, okay, I'm done. No, I'm done. It, it's always some little shit that dudes will always bring up and you know in most relationships women have to cope with them blah blah Gwen ain't about that life but I'm telling you it's always some shit that comes up and you're like wait why didn't you tell me blah blah that is how they operate so 
yeah, he's he's gay and he's like, okay, girl, girl, welcome to life. Welcome to fucking being a human being. Yeah, people lie. That's what they do when they're dating. Mm. I'm sorry. So I was like, okay, girl, well, charge it to the motherfucking game. Goddamn. Clearly. Charge it to the motherfucking game. All right? <laughs> you didn't, you didn't. But now he's on, all in his feels. Now he's crying. It's like, why yeah. are you crying? For what? Well, she, okay, she she was kind of dragging him a little bit. Okay, and he deserved it. <laughs> I think he, he deserved, deserved it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, great, you're a virgin? Oh, God, I mean, she was dragging him. Uh, she's like, do you do this all the time? Blah, blah, blah. Like I said, he's not healed from the sexual assault, and his solution is to dive into some vagina. I don't think that's the right solution. No. So this is why he's, you know, upset and all of these things. Look, I'm not defending him. I'm just saying that to Bella's speech in the beginning, the line is there and people need to observe and to- and understand that there's these gray areas and people will push you in them. And this is it too. Kwame did it, but men do it. Men do it. The same speech in the beginning applies here. And so women have to observe and have to, de- and so you, I'm telling you, you need to ask very direct questions off gate. Like what kind of girls you into? Okay. What was that? Everything. Be more specific. Do you like guys? Have you done? I, like I do a whole, the guys are like, wow. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I just want to know what's <laughs> I but, just want to know what's that, up. right? The onus always has to be on women. Yeah, you have to do right. So much just to navigate life. You know what I'm saying? We got to have a full checklist to find out who it is we're fucking. We got to make sure that we're protected. So, like Bella, we don't get into situations where we're around people who can't be trusted. Even though you think that you're a friend, you're sitting there with friends and you're safe, they could end up leaving you in the dust and leaving you in a bad situation. Women have to do so much. Why? Why is everything always on our shoulders? Life isn't fair. Why is life so hard for black people? What do we do? <laughs> Look, it's, it's just, listen, that's how the cookie crumbles. That's how the, that's the mm. hand we were dealt. This is the game. We were dealt this hand. It's a shitty hand. You play it to the best of your ability. Yep. Guess so. So listen, 19 year old Gwen would not sound like me now. Mm. But it's it's just life experience. It's just life experience. And a lot of girls, they do, and a lot of women, you know, they do these gray areas and then they tolerate it and they massage it and they go through with the man and try to work it out, even though the guy does that. You know, a lot of relationships, it's a lot of burden because the women are honestly navigating a lot of fuck shit with men, but they do it mm. because society tells you to and because you love them and that's it. Like, Bella couldn't continue dating Zane. She just happened to hear that podcast. A lot of girls are yeah. probably in relationships where that happened, and they've been with a man two, three years. Yeah. Probably have kids. Yeah. yeah. And he did that, right? So I want this to be clear that that gray area speech was very poignant and important in the beginning because that is reality. And so when you're dealing with men, and I can only talk from a heterosexual perspective. They are going to try to manipulate in some way. It's just the game. It's just how they have been socialized to be entitled and to get what they want. And a lot of that is through lies of omission, if not blatant lies. Mm. So you as a woman need to be aware of that and then figure out what is the best way for you to get it. Now, some women, it's like, well, well, that's just men are going to be men. So they just, they deal with it. It's like, okay, sure. it. They, they placate it. Mm-hmm. They just go along with it because that's that's what society tells you. The like Gwen is all about accountability. And so, yeah, I'm fucking, listen, I'll drag you. But, um, <laughs> hey, it's, it is it, what it is. Like, I want honesty. I want to be an equal, and I'm not going to do that. But I understand that's the game I'm playing. Like, dealing with these men, this, this just comes with the territory. Yeah. So I was but, like, eh. 
But do you think like some, let's say 24 year old chick is going to go up to a guy and say like, okay, tell me if you're into guys. Like, I don't think they're going to, I think they're going to be too intimidated to. I was asking at 24. I was asking at 24. Well, Gwen, you're a rare species, my dear. Yep. Well, I'm, yeah, well, I'm also I'm aggressive and crazy, but yes, um, <laughs> yes, I have because you know you know how some guys would be so offended if you just even insinuated like, hey, do you even have are you have you been attracted to men? They would get just appalled. I know, even and, and we have a, and we have it. Listen, Gwen is also Ayanla, so let's talk about this. <laughs> I will nice. Ayanla you, and you will be in my lap. Telling me your whole story. Listen, I am a th- I will I therapize men, okay? I therapize them. I actually am probably a great boot camp and make them better for the next ones, okay? And they come back to me and like they fought me the whole time. They're like, you were right. Of course I was right, because Gwen be knowing, okay? And so listen, <laughs> listen. They they feel like it's a boot camp with me, but they're like, uh, and I really make you transform into a butterfly for the next woman. She's reaping the benefits of my work. Right. <laughs> so let's be clear that yeah, they could come at me like, oh, how dare you? And I'd be like, hmm. So let's talk about your strong feelings or mm. about me insinuating that you could be with a guy. Why do you I feel so it. strongly about that? Because if you don't care about men, why is your reaction so strong? You know, because a lot of times they say the strongest feelings are love and yeah, hate. Yes, that's the, true. You know, the true measure of not caring is indifference. You sound very passionate about being insinuated to be gay. Where does that stem from? But I think young ladies on a date want to be liked so bad, they're careful not to step on anybody's toes. Yes, and that's women want validation. That's true. Right. And society also places value on you for being in a relationship. Right? Oh, yes, it does. Yes. It's about being able to, quote, unquote, keep a man. Mm-hmm. Right. So. People drag Holly Berry. What's wrong with she's beautiful with some mom with her because she can't keep a man. Who's, <laughs> who's to say those men were any good? They were trash. Who's to say any of them were good? You know, and some yeah, people don't want to endure shit for a long time. It. But your identity as a woman and your value is tied to being in a relationship with a man. Yeah. Yeah, your youth and your relationship. But I think, so I think like women want to get to like, you know, don't want to ruin the first date, want to get him to like second, third or fourth so he can be my permanent boyfriend. Well, then don't sleep with him so quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe they, well, that's the way they think they can lock him down culture. though. Yeah. yeah. You got to lock get him it. down. I, and I get, and I listen, I get it. Alice, I'm not knocking you i'm saying you i'm not knocking you i think it's fine to sleep with someone you first meet them i have no problem with that but what i'm saying is that then don't be surprised and clutching your pearls when you don't know shit about this nigga because you didn't know nothing about him because he's a stranger so like yeah and if you feel like well i want someone to be able to open up to me and tell me then you need a little bit more time for them to be able to do that so you actually can't sleep with them so soon sorry and i know that's against the call it's a conundrum because you feel like well if i don't sleep with him then somebody else will well then maybe he didn't like you that much because let me tell you you sleep with him and he's still sleeping with somebody else yeah it doesn't keep you your pussy's not going to have a special locket on it to keep him in it it's not he'll still sleep with somebody else i'm sorry and so these might be the jaded lessons of gwen but i'm telling you listen they have merit i think i think in this situation the the blame falls on both parties. Maybe she should have been up front and said, yo, you like dudes, but he should have 
share that information as well. Like find out a little bit more about them. Like you like girls that I mean, listen, I love to know about people's exes. Like I be I therapize. I love to know. I'll be like, mm, tell me about it. How long were you together? Blah blah. That would have come up. You didn't even ask him. How long was your last relationship? How was it? You know, all these things could have forced the issue for it to come well, out. We don't know what happened at the date, right? We don't know what they could have tried to talk about or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Well, I saw I... the beginning hair shit and then <laughs> at the end after the date when they're walking home, her asking what type of women he likes. You know don't, what I mean? Don't assume he just likes women. Well, I guess like, let's say you, you're not looking to hook up. You're actually trying to find a mate. Like the first date, I can understand just being like casual and light talking. When, which, which date do you need to divulge into the deeper questions? Two. The second. The closer you're trying to get to sleeping together. Because these questions are kind of more about me gauging, understanding your sexuality and your sexual preferences and understanding what you're into and your history. So like the more likely that I'm going to sleep with you and then talking about sex and I want to know. Like, I, I kind of want to know. I also want to know, like, is somebody into, like, BDSM and shit? Like, I want to know. Don't try to sneak mm-hmm. that shit up on me. I want to know. Mm-hmm. So, like... we need to know COVID status, so... Oh, Lord. <laughs> we got to be gathering a lot of info these days. <laughs> yeah. And so it's kind of like just getting... COVID has shut down the game, here. y'all. No, it hasn't. No? We were talking the about... The game is still popping. The game is still popping. Ooh, I put my so. bumble on snooze because I was just like, I ain't out here. Tr- it's all on pause. Like, I'm not trying to. out in these streets. Oh, well. Surprise, surprise. I'm not into it, but, you know. Anyway, so listen, I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm saying, yes, he was wrong for not, for not divulging that. But at the same token, that's, that's how dudes do. So, womp, womp. That's just how it goes. Yeah. This is how it yeah. goes, right? Yeah. yeah, it was sad. Yeah, and then she kicks him out. She's she calls she, she tells Kwame he's a fucking dick. Mm-hmm. And then we and switch back to Italy, Italy, right? Yeah. Right. Yes. And she, I still don't even know what this is, but she she sneaks into that building again where the beach is. I oh, it's like a beach club, a beach club, like you know Lindsay yeah. Lowen's beach club. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what this is. And she, her phone has no international data, you know, because she's broke. Of course not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no panties, no, no data. She ain't got no data. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Slim is not letting go of these drawers. And then, <laughs> oh, God. We switch back to Kwame in the street. He mm. gets a grinder message. While he's I'm wiping his tears, mind you. He's wiping his tears on his little shoulder, like, oh, oh, she called me a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> and he replies, and he's like, okay, and he's down. He's back he, in the game, baby. He wipes Ooh. that tear, and he's off. Off to be the bottom he was meant to be. Exactly. <laughs> back in the game. What the fuck? What? Who, yo. Why? That's all it took. Yo, like, come on. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not that serious. It's not that deep. Women, hello. Look at that. She pours her heart out, all that. Uh, yep, he about to just jump right on a dick, bitch. So what? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, women. Because he's a, I think this goes back to Kwame being that sex addict because he cannot sit in his feelings. Yeah. He's got to get up yeah. in it or be up in it. 
it's not that deep. You know, look, we're all, oh, he should have told her to the, okay, girl, look, he is bouncing from dick to dick. <laughs> Just know that. And then we go back to Italy. It's morning time. Mm-hmm. She watches the sunrise alone. She looking rough. Yeah. Whew. A good night's rest. Yeah. She looks worse than when she did all them drugs at night in Italy. Yep. Yeah. And her, you know, in the period, like the last time we saw her at the beach in episode three. And then she, she has a paper in her hand and then she looks like hell. The wig is still on. And she should have left the wig at the beach with the phone and the paper. And then she, she, she walks into the sea, the seawater fully closed in the wig. And then we hear like some hymnal music, like as a baptism. <laughs> Italian baptism. And, that's and she the walks end. all the way out. She doesn't stop. Yeah. Walking. Well, it's not quite the end, right? Because what I caught on my second watch was you see her walk all the way out and you see her head go under the water. You see, but then you see something bob back up. Right. You hear that like roar. It sounded like a lion. I don't know what the hell it was, but you hear a roar and then she pops back up. So yeah. is it a baptism? Has she been renewed? Who knows? Uh, okay, girl. So Bella's got to get Biagio, this together. With her mm-hmm. being fully done with Biagio, right? And letting that go. Hopefully, oh. walking into that water was letting it go. Who is Bella now? Maybe a transformation has happened. We don't know. I like that. It's a cleansing. Right? Yeah. That's what a baptism yeah. normally is, right? You cleanse your sins and it's like you're renewed, you're reborn. So what has been reborn with this version of Bella now? Hopefully she's off to the next chapter of her life. She I'm hoping writing that book. Yeah. Well, she needs some money, right? So she does need to finish that book. I hope that she's really done with Biagio. I really hope so. That's got to be it. Like, he he has confirmed to her that he's done. He chased you. He, you fled. She fled from his apartment. She yeah. Like, leisurely stroll. She flew down them steps. You got to be done at this point. Enough. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. So it was a good episode. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was. Yeah. You know, boundaries and consent, constantly the theme throughout all of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My sister said that she felt that Kwame did not give the white girl the opportunity to consent to, you know, his experiment. He didn't. I'm with your it sister. It's an experiment. It yeah. And if you're going to be a part of somebody's experiment, you should be a willing participant. Yeah. Just like you should have been a willing participant on that roll up. <laughs> okay. Instead, they just took you along for the ride. Your mom and that and that friend. She, this girl should have been, you know, signed up for this. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Kwame did not think that well through. Yeah, I mean, ideally, yes, I should like, ideally, I think so. Yes. But I, I also think like, this is a testament to dating culture, hookup culture, and this day and age. It is not easy. It is not easy. And it's super hard to navigate. It's a bunch of strangers just meeting and there's no depth. There's no you know, what do they say? There's no honor amongst thieves. Like there's yeah. no honor in this dating. You know what I mean? There isn't any. And I think we need to acknowledge that. Like the few people who make it out of it and work it together, you know, make it work out from these dating apps, you know, you're lucky. But generally there's no honor among thieves and there's no honor in this damn dating apps. And this is, and so it's like buyer beware. Whenever you're going through a situation, buyer beware. Well, I think what I find scary is like, this is the new normal. It is. Yeah. It's frightening. You know? Yeah. 
And my mom always says, okay, it's really my mom this time. My mom always says that she's like, you know, obviously she's never had to do these things. But she's like, she finds it very scary because she's like, it's really made it easy for men to not put any effort because all they have to do is just go on their phone and swipe again and yeah. there's another woman. And yeah. so we've talked about it being like a video game. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know, so when you're really wanting something serious or if it's beyond just like a sexual adventure or a sexual encounter it's hard yeah it's just like can we just throw the towel at this point because <laughs> like the whole human race. yeah it's like you know what COVID's gonna kill us all off anyway <laughs> i'm tired y'all have at it throw in the towel like tyrese t-i-l-e okay <laughs> and i think that's kind of the thing too like Seeing the dating situation is shitty nowadays. It, it just is. Even when you're not on the app, Zane. Yeah. Ugh. It's so true. It's, it's, she liked to me. I was like, okay. And though I think it's a really great depiction of millennial life and dating in this day and age. And yeah, it seems like, okay, it's a lot of trauma and stuff like that. But that's real too. Right. It's, it's real, too. You know, since the stealthing episode, I've had conversations with different women and so many people have been in the situation with guys who've taken off the condom during sex that, you know, they don't want to start talking about on the podcast. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I said it myself. You know, I didn't have a problem sharing, but it's it's definitely something that happens to a lot of people from all different backgrounds. Yeah. So that's real. And they say, you know, older men, it's been happening for forever. Right? Because ultimately men are selfish and they don't want to use a condom and that's that. I really don't know what the big deal is about using a condom. They say it doesn't feel good. It protects you and it keeps us from having to bring a child in the world. Yeah. But you know, I feel like it's like like they want to mark their territory. Like, ooh, can I come in you? Can I come in you? My vagina's not yours, sir. Yeah. They want to mark it, though. I hate content. It doesn't feel good. <laughs> it's so tight. <laughs> it's like, your dick's not that big. Lord, have mercy. Exactly. It doesn't feel good. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's the excuse. That's the excuse. So, um... Just so selfish. Everybody's so fucking selfish. Yeah. And I think straight men are told about that. I mean, I get the impression that gay men are better with protection, but uh, straight men, trash with it. Trash. Same, same time. <laughs> same time. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, that's, that's real. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know where we're going to end up in the end. Like, I don't know if, there's some redeeming thing that's going to happen. I feel like she's going to have to find out Terry's trash at some point. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's going to break her heart and her yeah. spirit and her soul. If you thought this rape and everything hurt her, to know that Terry's trash is going to be... Your childhood gonna, friend. Yeah, it's going to devastate her. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I don't... You know, maybe... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe this friendship with Theo will help, maybe. Can replace... Theo be trusted? We still don't know yet. Right? I don't know. We're still iffy on Theo. She I seems know. cool, but it's like, mm, how yeah. long is that going to last for? Yeah. Theo is sus. That's true. She's suspect too. Well, they're all suspect if you think about it. I the only one who's not ben. suspect is Ben, the roommate Ben who's quiet yeah. in his room. <laughs> <laughs> that is always there, apparently. <laughs> Poor Ben. He's the only one who's not suspect. Um, but I, I still want to see Kat with her bag would come back. 
I don't, what I don't get about Kat and her back wig, she lives in a very expensive looking apartment in London. Mm-hmm. Homegirl can't get a better wig? <laughs> Clearly not. Like, I understand everybody else because they look like a little struggling artist, struggling actor, but Kat, you live in a high rise in London. Work it out. Touche. Touche. I agree. I agree. Um, there was no, in, I, in terms of bad wig count, I don't think I counted any this episode. No, there weren't any this episode. No. no. Yeah, it was just I a pink one. in the backgrounds either. Yeah, so like at no. At the restaurant or anything. Yeah, Terry was... and um, Arabella had on the do-rags this week. Yeah, they had the head wraps. So, And yes. I like I like her the head wrap. She looks nice in the head wrap, actually. Yeah, they look good. Yeah, yeah. so I think uh, we're still at eight. I'm sorry, we're still at 11. So we're still at 11 wigs at this, 11 bad wigs. With the standard deviation of plus or minus three. <laughs> Um, for statistical reference, just so you guys know, because of the party last episode, and that's where we are. So yeah, we'll have to see where this goes because you know I think we only have episode eight, so it should be four more episodes left. Yeah, it was quite the cliffhanger. Like if they ended the season on this one, this episode, it, it would have been... been the finale. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You're right. You're right. This could have been the finale. Mm-hmm. With her just going into the water. Does she have a plane ticket home or no? I I did, definitely didn't get that. No. No. <laughs> Wait. You think she, a mess. So what Terry she's got no her? way she's got no way to call anybody because she doesn't have any data. <laughs> she doesn't have any cash because she used it on pizza in a cab. So I think she thought Biagio was gonna buy her ticket home. That's probably what she was banking on. Huh. Oh, so we, we think she has no ticket home. Oh, okay. No, I, I don't see how. Unless she's going to swim the English Channel, I don't see <laughs> how she's getting back home. Maybe that's why she took off Shit. in the water. Lord have mercy. I, she did not think this through at all. She never does. No. <laughs> well, point. it was a reaction to the bad news at the police station. Yeah. Yeah. But what a reaction, though. You want to leave the yeah. country? Yeah, like she's running away from her problems. Well, yeah. To another problem. Yeah, yeah. But doesn't that usually how it works, though? <laughs> yes, you're right. Oh, my God, Bella. And I just wonder if that wig that night. floated off while she got into the water. That's what I was wondering, too. Hope. Yeah. We can only hope. Because that's a tenacious wig if it stayed on. <laughs> she doesn't even glue it, so it probably did. <sighs> These wigs. I was like... <laughs> I was like, you didn't throw that out yet, girl. I mean, because this is nine months later. Jeez. That's the go-to travel way. <laughs> what happened to the purple one? I mean, I didn't like that either, but at least something. This pink one was there the night of the incident. Like, girl, you should want to burn it. But it's just like, I'm going to put on my worst outfit and my worst wig to go get the love of my life. Yeah, can we talk about the grandma outfit? <laughs> Yo, them jeans, that, that sweater. That jacket. sweater. The sweater. And what episode is that sweater from? Is that the one she got raped in? We've seen that sweater before. You're right, right. We've seen it. I can't recall. But this granny chic is a lot for me. Granny chic. I mean. Oh, it's that hobo chic. Oh, mm, that's what it is. Probably mm. a London thing. Mm, mm Mm-hmm. Like, because I'm like. And the wigs. He's supposed to, like, he hasn't seen you in nine months, girl. And you're trying to win him back. And this is the outfit? Yeah. Combat boots trousers shabby size is too big shabby sweater 
and a bad wig. I can see why he kicked your ass out. I mean, fuck effort. Like you didn't even put no effort yeah, in, girl. I know. She should have been playing that. She should have been playing that Daft Punk song in the bed with a sexy negligee on. Maybe, maybe that would have saved something. But nope. She had to go in there like a homeless person. <laughs> Ooh, I said, girl, what, what is this? This outfit's not going to win a nigga back. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not. This ain't uh-uh. it. I just, I just, you know, poor Vela. And Jay mentioned the last episode that, you know, she always got the same bra on, which I've commented to, which has made me hard. It's been hard for me to figure out the timeline sometimes because she always got the same draws on. Vela, uh, <laughs> you know, I know we're dragging. It's a Slim's point. Same panties. Same panties. True. Like when you're going on a date or when you see a guy, you're supposed to wear like a nice pair of panties. You know she probably had the panties with the holes and the ragged edges on. Come on, Bella. Come on. Well, hopefully she didn't have her period, but we know that wouldn't make a difference now, would it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, bless Bella's heart. I want the wig to be retired, though, by the end of the season. Listen, if we get a second season, which I hope we do, please, this wig better not be in there. This pink wig should not be it should even be here now. Yeah. 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 You know. Jeez. Oh, just come on. Just come on. It's so float away. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it floated away. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it floated away. And then she goes back with her bald head to England, however she does it. She looks so much better bald. She does. Yeah. She does. Wait, what did you think? I want to ask one last question. What did you oh, think boy. about the wig from the last episode, the black wig that she wore to Terry's party? Mm, I don't think I was feeling that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Trinity yeah. liked that Damn wig. It, guys. No, it, it's still no. a bad wig and it made the list. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. It wasn't I was good. Digging it. it looked fresh. No, it didn't. Whatever. Bella <laughs> has really good cheekbones. She does not need all that wig mess. That's true. That's true. That's she true. could do like, what's that famous actress that was in on Black Panther? Like she could just do like a little, the like a close. No. Uh-uh. Um. No. The one oh, who's in us. Yeah, like a cute little, like the close crop. That's all you need. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She doesn't need That's these. True. Or these wigs are not working for her. Um, and, and they're but so bad. But it's it, exactly. It, everybody's wigs. <laughs> Terry's wigs. Oh, Lord. People on the streets' wigs. Like, Every, <laughs> everybody's fucked up. Again, the hair budget on the show, season two. Work on it. Okay, I know the lighting is good on the show and I appreciate the good lighting for black folk, but you need to give them a real hair budget. But and- are they trying to capture the realness? The realness? Because maybe people's wigs do actually look that bad in London. Uh, I mean, I- London's a very expensive place to live. Maybe you can't go out on all out on a wig. I know I've had conflicting intel on this. Um <laughs> I, I th- <laughs> of course I do research here. What, you got Scotland Yard investigating wigs in London? <laughs> I have conflicting research from the internets and Twitter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, follow me at Gabriel on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. More active on Twitter and Instagram than anything else. I've seen threads of women from the UK having stellar lace fronts where people have commended them <laughs> saying that they use some high-tech lace that's not available in America. And then I see these threads and I said, but hold up. What the <laughs> hell are we seeing on this show? 
right? and I've seen it. it. I saw a girl had a wig that had like four parts and ponytails. It was seamless. There was no what nothing you could see from the scalp. It was amazing. What's her line of work? Because if she's an influencer and she's making money, yeah, that's a good point. She ain't these people. Yeah, true. They but then work. I think, look, West Indians, Jamaicans, Africans. That's true. That's true. So, so to Slim's point is real and raw. Yeah, I think she's capturing the realness of like you know struggling yeah. folks in London. Yeah, they just take that shaking, yeah. you know, shaking yeah. whatever, shaking go yeah. wig out the bag and just plop it on. Yeah, yeah. For months yeah. at a time. Yeah, shake it yeah. and keep going with the, the bad wig. Yeah, the, and like I said, the only wig I will not accept is Carrie's because she, she's in the high-rise. Cat, the cat's wig. Cat, cat, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I accept none of them, hence the count. But <laughs> cat, and Cass, when I watched it again, I was like, there's worse than I recall. So mm-hmm. let's see where the wig count takes us if Kat ever comes back on. And I would love to see her come back on because I really want to know what the hell Simon's told her, right? He's been cooperating with the police. He, we now know that Terry was, you know, making him lie, all this stuff. Like, what does he really know about any of this? And I would want him to tell Alyssa because she was drugged too. And instead of her going off on Bella, like, girl, rack your brain. Do you remember something? Like, I don't know. Yeah. So I just, okay. yeah, I I need we need some more closure because the bottom bottom line is that we still don't really know what happened that night. Right. And we don't have a lot of information. Right. But somebody's got to know something. Do you think that? I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see. They give us so much in each episode. We have four more left. We're gonna get tons of info. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I think if, Simon knows the most. I think Simon knows the most. But, like, who was the other black guy in the suit? Yeah, that too. Mm. The bald black guy and the white dude. Yeah. Who were these people? What happened to them? The investigation. Did you go talk to the bartenders? Like, what? Come on. Give me something. Yeah. Well, it's just like, I think it's the white man. But I always think it's the white man. I agree with you. It's that white dude that brought them the shots. Right. So why can't they go back through the credit cards, some video from the bar, put two and two together? Like, come on now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. But if the bartender, like you're saying, Gwen, is in cahoots with that same dude and this is what they do, they spike women's drinks, then they're not going to give up that information. True. We don't know how, how deep this is, but we need to go back to that bar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're going into a lot of different storylines, which are great. But goddamn, can we just please give us a little bit of information about like what we saw in that first episode and the different flashes since what happened, right? DeRay, cousin DeRay with the bad American accent. What do you remember? <laughs> like, I just want something, you know, mm-hmm. I just... I, I just feel like, you know, I, I still want to get to the crux of that. You're not going to get all of the answers, but just give us a little bit more of, like, the sequence, what happened. I think we're going to get back to it. This show is not going to disappoint us, like I... Kwame did. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know, listen, you guys, the expectations are too high for Kwame. They really were. Whatever. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. It had to be high for somebody. Somebody Why? To be a redeemable character and mm, yes. Lamar. They're all so flawed. 
is frightening. All human beings are flawed, yeah, right? No. And and that's what this is showing. There's no superheroes. There's no. There's none of that. Everybody's flawed. America's flawed. Woo. And the UK. <laughs> the UK's flawed too. We're all flawed. The only place we can look towards is North is Canada. Canada. <laughs> Which is also flawed because Justin Trudeau did blackface. So. Brownface, but yeah. So, hey, it's, it, we're all flawed. That's it. We're all flawed. You got to take the good with the bad. Although Terry is all bad. Thank you. <laughs> Terry the terrible. Or what you guys call her? Trifling, Trifling Terry. Terry. Trifling Terry. Trifling Terry. She's all bad. So let's all be clear on that. The and I can't, I can't wait till she's discovered because I'm tired. Well, listen, another great episode. Looking forward mm-hmm. to seeing. Absolutely what the season holds for the remaining yeah we'll see where we land on the bad wig count at the end of the season <laughs> we don't get to 20 that would be a lot the pace doesn't mean doesn't look like we'll get to 20 by the end we may have another party you know yeah if they have a party it's gonna be on <laughs> we'll keep the count going we'll keep hope alive uh, everyone stay safe and wash your hands. Coronavirus Wear your mask. Well. Wear your mask. Wear your good wig with that mask. <laughs> <laughs> or wear your bad one, girl. If that's what you need to do for realness, then do it. Because <sighs> people not going to the hairdresser. That's true. So, I've been so scared. Oh, I don't. I just don't see the point. Yeah. It's not worth it. Because it's not like I got a grinder or Tinder date or anything. Well, listen, people are also on Zoom and stuff all day, so. Oh, that's true. Uh, Just uh, what a life, what a life. And listen, thank you to the internets for making us be able to, like, survive, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and thank you for the internet so I can record remotely. (laughs) So, um all right. Well, let's. Oh, this is long. Let's wrap it up. This has been <laughs> Gab with Gwen bonus episode review of I May Destroy You, uh, the eighth episode. Thank you, Slim. Thank you, Trinity, for joining. Thanks for having us. And till next time, peace. Peace, guys. Mm-hmm.